Hello, hello, and welcome to another little episode of God's Little Hummingbird, the podcast where we are reading through the Bible, beginning in Genesis and working our way through to Revelation. Today we are in Genesis chapter 44. Now we are reading from the New King James Version Bible, and please remember, if you don't own one of these Bibles, you can go online and you can find this Bible for free on Bible Hub or Blue Letter Bible, and you can follow along there. So let's begin. And if I pray God opens our eyes, ears, and hearts to his truth and understanding. Verse 1 of chapter 44. And he commanded the steward of his house, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as you can carry, and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack. Also put my cup, the silver cup, in the mouth of the sack of the youngest, and his grain money. So he did according to the word that Joseph had spoken. As soon as the morning dawned, the men were sent away, they and their donkeys. When they had gone out of the city and were not yet far off, Joseph said to his steward, Get up, follow the men, and when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Is not this the one from whom who, which my Lord drinks and which with which he indeed practices divination? You have done evil in so doing. So he overtook them, and he spoke to them these same words. And they said to him, Why does my Lord say these words? Far be it from us that your servant should do such a thing. Look, we brought back to you from the land of Canaan the money which we found in the mouth of our sacks. How then could we steal silver or gold from your Lord's house? With whomever of your servants it is found, let him die, and we also will be my Lord's slaves. And he said, Now also let it be according to your words. He with whom it is found shall be my slave, and you shall be blameless. Then each man speedily let down his sack to the ground, and each opened his sack. So he searched, he began with the oldest, and left off with the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes, and each man loaded his donkey and returned to the city. So Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, and he was still there, and they fell before him to the ground. And Joseph said to them, What deed is this you have done? Did you not know that such a man as I can certainly practice divination? Now, now I just want to point out here, he's not did not practice divination. He is not saying that it's okay. He's keeping his identity hidden in just testing them. Perhaps there's a little bit of bitterness here and, and he's just seeing if their hearts are pure. Who knows exactly his purpose, but he used this just to keep his identity hidden and to, to you know, to let his plot work out. He didn't actually do divination. He doesn't purport it. Verse 16. Then Judah said, What shall we say to my Lord? What shall we speak? Or how shall we clear ourselves? God has found out the iniquity of your servants. Here we are, my Lord's slaves, both we and he also with whom the cup was found. But he said, Far be it from me that I should do so. The man in whose hand the cup was found, he shall be my slave. And as for you, go up in peace to your father. Then Judah came near to him and said, O my Lord, please let your servant speak a word in my Lord's hearing, and do not let your anger burn against your servant. For you are even like Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servants, saying, Have you a father or a brother? And we said to my Lord, We have a father, an old man, and a child of his old age, who is young. His brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother's children, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, that I may set my eyes on him. And we said to my Lord, The lad cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. But you said to your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you shall see my face no more. So it was, when we went up to your servant, my father, that we told him the words of my Lord. 
And our father said, Go back and buy us a little food. But we said, We cannot go if our youngest brother is with is with us, then, oh, I'm sorry, but we said, we cannot go. If our younger brother is with us, then we will go down, for we may not see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Then your servant, my father, said to us, you know what, my wife bore me two sons, and the one went out for me, and I said, surely he, surely he is torn to pieces, and I have set him sin, I have not seen him since. But if you take this one also from me, and calamity befalls him, you shall bring down my gray hair with sorrow to the grave. Now, therefore, when I come to your servant, my father, and the lad is not with us, since his life is bound up in the lad's life, it will happen when he sees that the lad is not with us, that he will die. So your servants will bring down the gray hair of your, of your servant, our father, with sorrow to the grave. For your servant became surety for the lad to my father, saying, If I do not bring him back to you, then I shall bear the blame before my father forever. Now, therefore, please let your servant remain instead of the lad as a slave to my lord. And let the lad go up with his brothers. For how shall I go up to my father if the lad is not with me? Thus perhaps I see the evil that would come upon my father. Now I want to point out, this is a hugely prophetic picture of redemption and repentance, which is the word teshuvah in Hebrew, to turn from. And notice that Yeshua and God Yeshua the Son and, and Yahweh God the Father are constantly encouraging us to love our neighbor as herself. And when Yeshua talks to people and he tells the two greatest commandments on which hang all of the law and the prophets is to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. And right here, you see Judah finally doing that. The first time they sold their brother Joseph, they did not love him. They did not lay down their lives for their brother. But here he is willing to lay down his life, a huge, huge turning point in his heart and a really big sign of repentance. And in your own heart, I want you to think of this. Even if someone has wronged you or if you don't agree with someone, are you filled with anger or bitterness or unforgiveness? unforgiveness or resentment? Or are you willing to lay down your life so that they could live? Are you willing to help someone overcome things that you may find ugly or that God may find ugly? And if it's you thinking it's ugly, perhaps God will turn it around and show you where it was actually your heart and your judgment instead of his. That's where we're not supposed to judge. We are definitely supposed to follow God's rules and enact his judgments, but not our own judgments. And it's very, very important for us to learn, just like Judah here, to lay down our life for each other. And when you, when you get there, that's a huge part of the salvation process and learning to be like our Messiah, who in fact did die for us. Okay, everyone, have a super blessed day.